Thank you for joining us for this episode of What the Finance. There are a few things we like to mention at the top of each episode. First, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email what underscore the underscore finance at protonmail.com or join the What the Finance Discord server. Second, it would mean a lot to us if you could support our show through Patreon. Starting at $3 a month, you can get episode shoutouts, access to topic polls, and get to listen to some pretty hilarious outtakes. And third, as we seek to be a more inclusive show, we want to acknowledge that colonialism is an ongoing process, and capitalism, which we regularly decry, is part of this process. We are recording this episode on the ancestral land of the Dakota and Ojibwe people, and we recognize our sovereignty and express our gratitude at being here. We are, so we, people don't know, you can't see us, so nobody knows. So I, Cheyenne, am here with my awesome tattoo artist, Kalia. Hello. In her shop, <laughs> Tattoo Oasis. Kalia was awesome enough to join us today to talk about tattooing and kind of the the finances of that and what goes into it and I was so thankful that she did because I I I know only a small portion of it just because I've been friends with her for almost 10 years now yeah yeah um but even that I don't know I don't know fully what all goes into it Mm -hmm. so with that is there anything you want to say about yourself Uh, I've been tattooing for 10 years as of March 29th just a couple days ago um happy anniversary that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a whole decade. And in 10 years, I guess um, the industry has seen a fluctuation of pricing and everything, like on the uprise, obviously. Supplies and everything that goes into it has gotten more and more expensive, which I'm grateful for in a way, but also it's a pain in a way, you know, yeah. having to pay more out of pocket and all of that. But I also feel like some of what's happening is that people are having more conversations like these. And so people are starting to understand more what goes into that pricing. You're not just paying for like someone's time, quote unquote, because you are, but there's a whole lot more that goes into it. And even just that time, it's not just the time that they spend with you. And people Mm -hmm. are starting to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like the heart and soul of it. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like, (laughs) I like, I was, this was something I wish I had remembered to send to you. Cause I don't know if you'll be able to like come up with a number off the top of your head. But one of the things that I was going to ask you was how much time do you think that you put in outside of that sit, that, that tattoo time with somebody like drawing up designs, like mm. sleeping or awake. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of mental power that goes into it. Um, but I would say I spend at least five hours a day designing for my upcoming appointments and that's every single day even on my days off I'm still preparing for the week so there's a lot of time that goes into it off the clock and we were actually just talking about it because some clients are funny they'll sit in your chair and they'll look at their watch even though you've been designing for like four or five hours they sit down they go okay now you can start where I'm clocking you you know and it's like because we charge for the hour so Mm. people want every single second of their hour and um it, it gets funny sometimes all useless time to them yeah they, they don't even, yeah they're, yeah they're not aware of that extra that you put in for free yeah I wouldn't say for free but the time that you put in you know yeah. so well, yeah well because people don't really 
like they don't think about the work that goes into the back end, right? That you're not just like hour in, here we go, I'm doing the thing, right? Like, right. Well, and you have to speed. build that into your hourly price when people are like, really, mm-hmm. you're really charging $150 an hour, or I, like whatever. Like I just pulled that number out of my butt. Um, <laughs> That's what I charge an hour actually. Oh, well, great. <laughs> I, oh, <perfect. laughs> I know I do too, like for podcast editing. So that's like mm-hmm. where I, um, they're like, are you really, is it really $150 an hour? Like, yeah. Cause I'm doing all this extra work. I'm not just sitting yeah. here and doing the thing. Yeah. I had a client last week ask me if my hourly wage reflects how much my cost of supplies is for one tattoo. And it was a good question, but no, it does not. <laughs> um, it comes with years of experience and the time you spend designing before you hop into it and all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was interesting though, that they thought of that. Yeah. I think that, I think like, this is like that old, um, I think it was like a plumber analogy where somebody would say like, they called somebody to come fix their heater and it took them 10 minutes, but they were charged however much. Mm-hmm. And the person was like, well, you weren't, you didn't pay for 10 minutes. You paid for 30 years of experience. Exactly. And that's, I, I, I think that applies to this as well, mm-hmm. especially, you know, as we're talking about you've been tattooing for 10 years. I've been seeing you for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I have all but two of my tattoos are from you. Yeah. And you can see even in like my work on that you've done on me, mm-hmm. you can see the progression. Yeah. The progression and all of my tattoos are fantastic. I mean, even 10 years ago, you did great, <laughs> Thank you. but you can see those little things that you learned right. along the way. And, and I can feel the differences mm-hmm. like the finesse. Yep. Yeah. And the different machines that you buy, which I cannot even imagine. What? Yeah, I started out on a $20 kit off eBay back then before Amazon was even a really mm-hmm. big thing. And so I think it came with six machines. So if you break that down, it's like $5 a machine or something like that. And I tattooed with that machine for a good five years out of my 10. And then finally, I started to invest in myself and get the highest end machines. And you, you oh, feel yeah. a difference. You, you see a difference. Yeah. So it's worth it to pay the top dollar for the supplies. And I think the tattoo industry knows that. And that's why the manufacturers charge what they charge because they know you'll pay it no matter what it is to have the top of the line goods. So yeah, definitely. uh, It's kind of tricky. Yeah. So kind of getting back to that, like experience thing. Mm -hmm. One of the, the questions that I also wanted to ask was what does it take to become a tattoo artist? Because I think that's, So to become a professional tattoo artist and be licensed in, (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of people out there in their basements and their kitchens, you know, saying they are tattoo artists, but I would say to become a professional, you have to, uh, as Brian says, eat, sleep and breathe art, come up with a great portfolio, impress a tattoo artist who has the time to take you on as an apprentice. And in the state of Minnesota, you have to complete 200 hours of supervised tattooing time. And a lot of the time, I don't even let anybody tattoo until they've done fruit or fake skin. And then they tattoo themselves and then they tattoo me. And then they're able to go on and tattoo other people. And they start out at a really low income. So to cover their supplies, they need to charge at least $20 a tattoo. And people come in knowing and trusting that they're starting. They're just babies in the industry. So um, it takes a lot of time 
a lot of time and a lot of money. Um, nowadays, the average, uh, so what we say is um, they pay a commitment fee, which is a set price between you and your mentor to show your commitment that you're not going to get halfway through your hours and drop off and peace out, you know? Mm -hmm. So some artists charge $10,000 for that, you know, artists down in the cities, that's what they do. Up here, uh, we try to give everybody a little bit of a handout, I guess, who wants to come in the doors and try it out because um, I don't think our income up here is as monumental as down there. So we do like half of that or even half of half of that <laughs> just to help people out. Um, and then there's cost of supplies that they have to go through. They have to buy their own machine. I share all of the sanitization and sterilization things here for their stuff that they can use, but they have to buy inks and needles and gloves and tape and all the little bits and bobs that go into it and all of it's expensive <laughs> because the word tattoo or baby makes anything way more expensive than normal things. Um, and then they have to pay booth rent or a commission after they have completed their stuff. And there's also the fees for licensing. And I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. So um, that's kind of just a breakdown of the few points to start. But 200 hours is a, uh, and I, I'm really grateful that Minnesota makes mm -hmm. that standard because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> no matter who says they do at the beginning, you don't. Right. And even after 200 hours, I was like, uh, what am I doing? So Brian was really, really good about encouraging me to keep with it. <laughs> there were a few <laughs> times where I wanted to stop, but I'm glad I never did. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Your comment about licensing made me think of a kind of a random question, but do you, as a tattoo artist, do you need like a separate kind of a license to take on apprentices or is it just, um, or no? No. So my technician license through the state covers being a supervisor for an apprentice with a temporary mm -hmm. license. Um, we do have to complete our bloodborne pathogen course annually. And uh, a lot of states have you CPR certified or have your uh, hepatitis B shot record um, out and about so everybody can see that you have been vaccinated. <laughs> but no, my license covers, I don't have to do anything extra if I wanna take on an apprentice, which is nice, except sign off on their temporary license application. Well, like it's kind of in that same vein. We had a question, um, we have like a Discord server for our show and we had somebody in the server ask about um like tattooing black skin like dark-skinned people mm -hmm. um like as far as apprenticeships go I'm just gonna like tie it all in mm -hmm. um like what kind of work do you like should people do so that they actually know how to do a tattoo on not white skin okay so <laughs> Um, honestly, the best advice that I would have for an artist that's wanting to learn that is to study artists in the area that do really beautiful work on people of color. There's a bunch of artists down in the cities that are all about that. I have one friend who owns Weird Ink Society. Her name is Jordan LaFay, and I love giving her shout outs because she's a wonderful human. She specializes in bright color work on people of color, and a lot of um, darker skinned people don't think they can have bright color work because of 
lack of experience, but she's one of her main purposes on her social media platforms is to express that she, that you can. Um, and a lot of the time she'll have somebody come in and I will too, and do a color test, a spot test where you try out a few different shades, just a little dot on their skin where you will be tattooing eventually and see how it heals and you know, the brightness. So it's definitely possible. It's more of a challenge, but I think um, everybody deserves bright, beautiful tattoos. <laughs> so I'm glad there are people out there that are excelling in that for sure. Yeah. Uh, the only question that I can think of that I'd ask you that we haven't talked about goes back to the pricing thing. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to um, like your, you, what you charge per hour, but then there's also it's customary in tattooing to tip. Mm -hmm. And what what is? <laughs> I don't know where that originated, and I almost feel um, silly for not have researching that researched that and know like who was the first tattoo artist to you know ask for a tip or who you know where that even started because we're in an industry where we do make good money and tipping is usually for industries that like a waitress needs a little extra, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and like we say, tipping is never expected, but it's always appreciated. Maybe it started with somebody, an artist was self-conscious about their work and somebody gave them a tip to say, no, really, I like it, you know, because usually you get a tip if they're, they're really happy with your work. Mm -hmm. um, some people don't even know that tipping is customary in this industry, but we say about 20% is an average, just like going out to eat, you know, they say 15 for food, but I always took 20 because yeah. I'm grateful. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, like you didn't have to cook the meal or clean up the meal. So like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. But that's also, you know, tipping, it's kind of a touchy subject for some, because some people making minimum wage really appreciate that tip because they're going home with more in their pocket just for them. It's not mm -hmm. split, you know, it's not a, um, through their employer, but I'm really always grateful for tips and it's not always money. People bring me snacks and gift baskets and cool things for my kid. And it's really wonderful. <laughs> Do you know where tipping originated in tattoos, Brian? Um, honestly, what I kind of think personally is a lot of these artists would make a percentage of the tattoo and the rest would go to the shop. Oh, oh that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you very Look much. Look at the big brain on you. <laughs> that makes sense because I was going to get to that um, in my next pricing point here. Um, some people charge booth rent, which is a flat, like, you know, of every month, the same amount. And some people charge commissions. So if you're a shop owner, you have every artist in your shop paying 30% of everything they do that day. Um, so yeah, that's a good point, Brian. Uh, uh, yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe it goes with the starving artist thing. I don't know. That was, that was my thought. But you're right about one thing. It's always appreciated. It is. We are very grateful <laughs> to do what we do. <laughs> I don't think I have any more questions. So if you have anything that you wanted to throw out there. Um, I don't really know. I would like I mean, to add something. What? Okay. Awesome. 
don't be a wussy. Don't be a wussy. <laughs> get the tattoo. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. Unless you don't want tattoos, then don't get one. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny in the tattoo industry, artists are very hush hush about the money. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of like a secret subject in this realm. And I didn't catch on to that for a few years and then conventioning and meeting other artists who are very flashy and doing very well for themselves. They never speak about the money. All you get is what they charge hourly. And I never understood that, but I think it has to do with tattoo artists being rebels. And I think that's why the tattoo industry is so mysterious and sexy because there's a lot of secrets to be held. (laughs) (laughs) That piece makes sense to me too, though. When you Mm. you really think about like the history of tattooing and now I feel like tattoo artists make decent money. I don't, yes. I don't think that 10, 15, 20 years ago, that was necessarily true. And so realistically for tax reasons, mm-hmm. it does make sense to me that they weren't necessarily forthcoming with what they made right. because they needed to keep everything they made. That's true. That's that makes sense true. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> earmuffs. That's the man. Fuck capitalism. I say it every episode, Brian. <laughs> I find a way to throw it in every time. (laughs) When you asked me to speak about financing and finances in tattooing, it was almost like, what am I even going to (laughs) say? Because there's not a lot to say. (laughs) I can tell you, I mean, my TikTok is all about tattoo etiquette and Mm -hmm. how to get an apprenticeship and all the information about it. But I guess the only question I haven't been asked is about finances. So it's kind of cool that you guys asked me speak on it well, we really 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 appreciate you yeah. joining us to, to talk about it because I guess I kind of knew mm-hmm. in a sense that it wasn't something that a lot of people talked about mm-hmm. um but I didn't realize that it was industry specific I just thought that because way back two years ago when when Rachel and I started this podcast one of the reasons that we did this was because finances is such a taboo subject personal mm-hmm. finance is such a taboo subject especially when it comes to women mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so we wanted to start talking about it more and more and more because yeah. that's how you that's how you get rid of some of that control right as you just blast information true so. and you know every artist is different everybody does it right. differently I mean when it comes to apprenticeships that commitment fee like I said could be ten thousand for some and some people give free apprenticeships I mean it's all about who feels which way about the industry and what they want to do. So um, individually, I don't have too much information, but I'm willing to answer any questions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> we, we, I mean, we say this constantly because we, we hope that people that do join us really enjoy it. But we would love if ever you think of something you're like oh my gosh I forgot to mention this and I could talk forever about it yeah we would love for you to come back okay um if we end up getting a lot more questions coming from this if I'm we can't wait down awesome yeah I think the more information out there for people better you know uh, yeah yeah for unity yeah <laughs> one day maybe